0: You are right up May Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota and sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13. I remember we couldn't remember the word for table. <gasps> this is Your Welcome America, the podcast that explains what the bloody hell Brits are banging on about. In every episode, we translate British pop culture for America and American... Pop culture for Britain. You're welcome. welcome. I am Ben. I am Fraser. Fraser like razor. I am hungover. Hi, babes. <laughs> is, my, <laughs> is my is my is my voice any different? Is it more of a low <laughs> hungover register? It's gorgeous. Mm. I knew what was happening. I saw those glasses when I came in. <laughs> <laughs> I am where, which has got our specs on. I'm just going to talk everyone right <laughs> through my hungover look <laughs> at 7:34 p.m. on a Sunday. Some shorts, I'm wearing a vintage Hard Rock Cafe Denver tea. Shout out to my friend Katie Mack who got me that, and I am wearing glasses. <laughs> Before we get into <laughs> our weekend, I saw a, there's some there's some characters in, the, in your neighborhood, aren't Uh-oh. there? I saw a woman walking two dogs in a pram, yeah, and they were both wearing a matching outfit as well. Yeah, real strange sight. Steep hill, <laughs> <laughs> got it. Yeah, they looked really happy, and I liked their outfits. Yeah. <laughs> some real crackpots around here. <laughs> walka, walka, Including walka, you. Walka. Well what a weekend. We've been dodging <sighs> different diseases. Monkeypox here or COVID there. We're both monkeypox vaxxed. Exactly. I got my vaccine the other day on W we- it was Wednesday. Yeah. I was in line for four and a half hours. But <laughs> that's not an exaggeration. Oh dear. In the hot, hot heat of LA, made some friends let's just say, saw many people that I know or know of in the long line for the monkeypox vaccine. Yeah. It's, it, I went yesterday and I had a much nicer experience. I, wasn't, it was, like my own, I was only there for a couple of hours, but it was, it's very strange specifically to see just gay men. It was like, yeah, it wasn't queer, it was just gay men, yeah. <laughs> like all lighting up. Did you see anyone you knew? No, because because being bored, I went to Santa Clarita that was to do it, which I was trying to explain to my friend Lydia, and we decided it was the equivalent of being offered a vaccine in, say, Battersea, and deciding instead to go to Milton Keynes to get it. Yeah, Milton Keynes. <laughs> that's good.
1: That's Milton
0: what? Keynes and Santa, <laughs> Santa, Clarita. Santa Clarita, not too dissimilar. So yeah, yeah, I went to the Milton Keynes location to get mine. So we were, it was it was uh, it was the Wild West up there, and Santa Clarita. Is right beside and essentially has six flags. Yes. Milton Keynes has that snow center. Snow dome. The snow dome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Perfect equivalent. That's what we do on this podcast. So then last night we went out, we went to... Uh, where didn't we go? We went everywhere. We really did it. Yeah. Hotel bar for a drink. Just some gals propped up at a fancy bar having a cocktail. Lovely. Then we zoomed over to a gay bar, Red Line, that was way busier than it's ever been in its entire existence. Well, yeah, we actually went through the doors of Redline and we fell into like a portal that took us to... Where did we decide it was? It was like a gay bar in Malaga in 2008, I think is what we decided on. Yeah, or, or maybe like a gay bar in an island like the Galapagos Island yes. or something it was very every, every the songs were changing every 20 seconds Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot it was a lot to take in yes and then we went to Oh, and remember they had those two this bizarre Malaga Galapagos Islands gay bar—they had those two giant floral arrangements. Yeah, they, they looked like almost like they'd come from a wedding or a funeral, but they were on the bar. Yeah, it Very was like be, It was like if you were staying a Four Seasons, you know, <laughs> really weird. Yeah. Where we, we go next? Then we trip dropped over to Precinct and um, mm-hmm. downtown mm-hmm. for a night called Mega Woof. Yeah. <laughs> just you know, dilly dallied around there again. Just tried to avoid catching diseases. Uh, that was fun, and then we went off to a warehouse <laughs> located yet again in a location I can't quite remember. But we've been to that location before. Yeah, and I still, I still haven't quite got it locked into my brain. Yeah. I think it's near the Staples Center in like yeah. a derelict warehouse region. And our our friends' night called Ospenhof, Yep. Which Lots. I can never remember the word of. You call always, it o- 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 Always call it Oppenheimer. Yeah. Which is actually not even the right name of the Selling Sunset Agency, which I, th- I think I'm also mispronouncing that. <laughs> Who knows? It was fun. Yeah. We, we drank some vodka-based drinks. We had some beers... When I got in last night, I had a, a kale and chicken salad with lots of chips. Chips as in tortilla chips. A salad is such a wild thing to eat at like 3am. It's know. very it, But it was there lame. and ready. It was there and ready for me. <laughs> and then I watched while well, I was munching that on my bed. Shout out to one of our friends who also likes to eat in bed. I won't say their name. Who's that? Oh, really? Yeah, we both talked we'll, about how we like to... We oh, can't we'll, put we'll, no, no, we we'll, will we'll, bleep it out. Okay. <laughs> so the countdown is on as of hour recording today the countdown is on for me to go back to the uk and yeah. i have been dodging diseases all week long all weekend long do we think i'm gonna make it back to the uk <laughs> i hope there's not a future <laughs> Fraser thing here it's like a oh, future Fraser here i had to cancel all my plans yep. how long are you away for a week maybe two weeks it's a little unclear at the moment because mm-hmm. of uh visa appointment situation other than like seeing people what kind of things are you looking forward to about being back in the uk your first time since 2000 christmas 2018 which is Bananas. Well, outside of seeing people and doing, you know, all my family, blah blah blah, all that shit. I'm excited to go to a Pret. I knew you're going to say it. What are you going to get? I don't know. I feel like my tastes have changed since I've since I've left London. So I'm excited to maybe try some things that I wouldn't previously have had. Ooh! So I'm definitely excited to go to Pret. I'm excited to go to Sainsbury's. (laughs) (laughs) I just want to stand inside a Sainsbury's again inside the supermarket and just feel the like. The Sainsbury's of it all. Yeah. Really excited to go to Marks and Spencer's in in Dulwich. That's always my fave. Really excited about that. I'm going to buy a few little things to bring back. So really, I'm just excited about going, like supermarkets and restaurants restaurants (laughs) okay so normally in our episodes fact, every episode we take uh normally normally (laughs) a uk uh, pop culture topic we discuss dissect work out the u.s equivalent then we take an american pop culture topic discuss dissect work out the uk equivalent before we get into that let's do some feedback Actually, I'm going to start. I've got some feedback for just all of us in general. So remember our um, American music correspondent, Jimmy, Jimmy yes. M. So he, as you may have listened to the end of the last episode, did our mashup of, that's right, mashup of Honey and Sister Act 2. The other morning, I had a work call at 8.30 and I wasn't quite, it just wasn't quite, zhuzh, so I made coffee, drank coffee <laughs> and I put that on and I danced around in my underwear to it. To get myself like good amazing to go. Thanks, really works yeah thanks jimmy again yeah possibly our only bit of feedback which has been an almost an actual gift to us everything else is just your kind words thanks <laughs> <laughs> so my friend elisa has been really on top of commenting and and giving us feedback my favorite one being a comment on an episode which i don't even remember what we're talking about i'm Great. guessing it was in reference to marry me marry me marry me say yes uh, she says in quote marks, Owen Wilson looks like a lesbian seagull. Was a real episode highlight for me. Never has a description been more true. Mm. I'm assuming we were talking about marry me, marry me, say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just pointed at you to do the say yes. <laughs> it wasn't even an official topic, but we no? did discuss that movie heavily. <laughs> um, I've got some feedback from Tom Leonard in London. He said. I've recently listened to the Totally Scott Lee episode. So, listeners, that is You're Welcome America presents Totally Scott Lee. Go back. I mean, that's a real triumph. Wow, our friends are really trolling through our back catalogs. Thank you. And I really think it's a work of art, the level of detail. (laughs) I have not watched the show and now definitely do not need to. Oh, please. Yeah. Any... (laughs) Any of our Your Welcome America presents, you really don't need to watch the source material because we we'll talk about radiator covers. I got a, another, my friend Elisa, another great... This is just a piece of personal feedback that she sent to me. I think she was listening to the episode. Uh, I'm going to play it for you, then I'm going to explain it. Okay. Liberty exit, nonstop vibe. Sexy. Okay, I'm going to guess. <laughs> was that your local radio? And before certain songs they would like do a slight remix at the beginning then go into the song you are correct vibe fm in in, Nor- <laughs> in vibe fm in norfolk they had their own kind of special thing and yeah and I, i'll just do it one more time for you okay liberty exit non-stop vibe sexy <laughs> <laughs> to the point that i know elisa I think it's almost like a, maybe like a mental tick of hers that she, I've heard her do it before, just apropos of nothing. She just kind of goes, Liberty X and does some She's <laughs> like stuck in her Yeah, when she eventually loses her mind, which is coming, that's going to be one of the only things that she can say. I know it. <laughs> do go to our Instagram, actually, You're Welcome America, and leave us any comments or feedback. Yeah, if you're really bored. Go through our highlights. It's a real wild ride. Oh my God. So I was just tidying the highlights up the other day. The highlights for the Saturday's episodes are bonkers. <laughs> They're so bonkers. Yeah. Also, please rate and review us. In fact, you know what? What? Pause the podcast right now. Yes. And please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if that's what you use. And as well as rating, please write us a review. Yes. Put in some private, put in some private jokes in there. Yeah, we love it. Yeah, lesbian seagulls. <laughs> right. Let's let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Liberty exit nonstop vibe. And we're back. We're kicking things off with our British topic. Bearing in mind, you're about to go to Blighty. This is perfect for you. Right. Really so, getting myself back in the yeah! back in the zone, which is funny because you don't know my topic and this topic's really not going to help me get used to being back in the UK, but we'll Uh-oh. see. oh Is it BSE? <laughs> is it mad cow disease? <laughs> it <Right>. is. <laughs> Phrases it's up. foot and mouth disease, everyone. <laughs> Phrase us up with our UK topic. What is it? Okay. Let's see if you recognize it from this. Okay. You might not. so that your topic's Hollyoaks. <laughs> my topic is Hollyoaks. that's a good topic Now I'm gonna just I'm gonna just do a disclaimer <laughs> you definitely that- <laughs> well look you definitely came over to the podcast you in, in a slight flutter and fluster yeah about I'm this definitely topic. I'm, I'm, I'm all a flutter about it because it's actually quite an unwieldy and large uh, topic So what I've done is really just zoom in on some incredibly unimportant details about it that we can pick apart and talk about Oh my God I've just had a flashback of a few things I'm, by the way I just want to say something yeah. When Hollyoaks came out, what year did it come out? So it came out, it began in uh, 1995. Okay. 23rd of October. Okay, let me tell you something. When Hollyoaks first came out, my friend Grant, shout out to Grant if you listen, I don't think you do, but you should. You would like our shows. He taped it on VHS, watched it, then he lent me the tape. And I watched it with him on the phone. Wow! And then we like basically like talked about it and analysed it. So as soon as they went into like the pub, it was like, oh, a dog in the pond. Yeah, the dog in the pond. Dog, in the pond. dog in the pond. <laughs> My God, I I didn't even do enough research to remember the name of the pub being the dog in the pond. Dog in the pond. The dog. The dog. <laughs> the dog. <laughs> I worked at a pub called the Dog going down the dog oh yeah how strange so yes it is a british holly actually we haven't explained it at all Hollyoaks is a british soap opera which started airing um yeah channel 4 23rd of october 1995 it set it's set in a fictional village called Hollyoaks. that's why it's called Hollyoaks, and it's a suburb of chester which is such a strange and specific town to have set this soap opera in so chester is kind of south of like it's it's like south of like Liverpool and Manchester and kind yeah. of the north of Wales. It's a very strange little, it's a lovely town. Have you, you been? Ever, yeah, I've been to Chester. What you, gorgeous. What, what were you doing there? I, I worked on some uh, terrible uh, pilot there. Uh, some terrible like E4 pilot that never took off. And we, oh, okay. we did, filmed on location in Chester. Oof. I can tell you they had a lovely a place where I got a lovely sausage roll. I oh, did they? <laughs> I bet they've got like a lovely pizza express. Yeah. In a great like old building. Yeah, because it's got all the like archway... kind of designs there actually i'm just gonna google pizza express chester (laughs) it's like the one we had in york gorgeous building here we go this is perfect our restaurant in chester is set on St john street close to the ancient roman walls of course there you go gorgeous (laughs) um us equivalent of pizza express is uh california pizza factory Kitchen? Kitchen. Kitchen. <laughs> CPK. Sorry. CPF. CPF. Pack to <laughs> Hollyoaks. So it says here, which I, which is, is kind of, this is the key point about Hollyoaks. So it is a soap opera. Yeah. And any international listeners should know that soap operas may be dead in other countries, but in the UK, they have, will never die. They are staple viewing for like a lot of people. They regularly win like the time slots for like TV channels and everything. So they are a huge thing and they're they're still there. And Hollyoaks was uh, meant to be kind of aimed more at teenagers and young adults Mm. when it came out. So (laughs) what do you remember about the kind of the first, the first gang of Hollyoaks when we first started watching it in the nineties? Tony. So there's Tony who is still in it. Oh my God. He's the longest running character. Mandy. Mandy. Yeah. And that was, so there's Tony, Mandy, and then, there was a few people I've kind of forgotten about, like oh do you remember Dawn? She died in a rowing boat. <laughs> remember? I remember Dawn. <laughs> I, I remember the first and episode. then sorry, you go, what were well, you saying? I was gonna say there's two two men that appeared in the first episode who genuinely I still have a crush on now at the riport oh, age of thirty. Will Miller So Will Miller played Jambo. That's right. Sexy. Still is. Yeah. And then most importantly, do you remember the first scene of Hollyoaks was someone arriving on a motorbike in a leather jacket? Oh, who's that? Kurt, played by Jeremy Edwards, ex-husband of Jer- Rachel Stevens. Jer- well, no, I don't think <laughs> Ex-boyfriend. Boyfriend. Ex-fiancé. Yeah, Jeremy Edwards. Oh, yes. Yeah. Still looks good. Some real legends. Yeah, throw it out there. He still looks great. So, yes, it is, it is a, it's meant to be aimed at kind of teenagers. So there's, the focus is a lot more on the younger cast members. So it actually almost has a, like a school feeling sometimes, like a school, high school kind of soap opera as well, because there's a lot of, school-based shenanigans so it obviously it started in the 90s so it came along at a perfect time for us but i don't know about you but for me my holly viewing got really solidified when i was at university when i was a student mm, do you watch it on t4 we would watch it on t4 and well we would actually watch it i especially my first year when i lived in in halls we would actually gather together in each other's rooms and watch it wow it was like an, it was like an evening thing we we're like oh we'll get together and watch Hollyoaks at like what was it six thirty? yeah or six o'clock that's very important actually because it's called the tea time slot. I was looking at this when I was uh, when I was doing my research. They call it the tea time slot, which is meant to be because it's even earlier than when EastEnders and Coronation Street are on past like eight o'clock. Yeah, it means that they had to be even more sensitive about what they were dealing with in the soap opera. And then in the UK as well, like you'd be talking about time slots for shows and stuff. Wait, is this for the tea time slot or is it no? This is a tea time the the tea time shoulder slot. Yeah, pre watershed, pre watershed, post watershed, <laughs> post watershed. <laughs> <Post-watershed. laughs> they would air at six thirty tea time. And then they would repeat it all the episodes on Sunday on T four. Correct. Yeah. It so works? it was on. So it was on. Yeah. You're right. On nightly, and then on T four, they would do a, what's that word? Omnibus. Um, omnibus. No, <laughs> they would do the the Hollyoaks Omnibus, <laughs> where you'd get to watch all of the the whole week's episodes all in a row, which is a really wild <sighs> piece of programming to watch. Like well, that's Hangover TV. Yeah. That was that was completely it. So yeah, if you did miss it at uni, or I had been known to. Rewatch. Watch, watch them, and then rewatch the whole omnibus like in bed at university because it was on. It started at like eleven thirty on yeah. T four, and it was just the perfect time for me to <laughs> pop on my VHS TV combo, which was already a defunct technology when I went to university. I'm not that old, and yeah, just watch the whole kind of T four omnibus. We would do Neighbors and Hollyoaks were our big ones. What would you snack on while watching the omnibus? Oh God. I mean, back in those days, it was I was really a child that was let loose to my own devices. So <laughs> I'd often make things, just anything from the freezer aisle that was potato based. Okay, so we're yummy. talking your waffles, your smiles, your southern, what do say, southern comfort fries? What are they called? Southern cut... Ca- southern... I don't know. You know what I mean? The ones that have the, like, coating on them. Mm. I want to say Southern fried, but I think I'm making that up. No, that's... I, I think that's right. Okay. okay. So, they like, they taste like they're fried, but you've done them in the oven? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I was very big at uni on, on having, like, giant bowls of cereal, but it would be, like, Alpen, because I'm like, oh, I'm being healthy. But <laughs> Alpen's just, like, powdered sugar. So, so far you've said that you ate bowls of cereal at university, and your drunk snack the other night was a kale salad. Very unrelatable, Ben. No, but but, (laughs) I'm I'm kidding. But but, uh, Ben. and what um, what have I ordered for dinner? Squid ink pasta. You're you're insane. Shit. I don't want to. There's no point like trying to sum up everything that's happened in Hollyoaks because that's insane. But I wanted just to go backwards and forwards with you and see if you can remember what your like key storylines that from the soap that you remember that were part of your kind of teenage years and university years. I wasn't, I wasn't super, I've never been super into Hollyoaks, despite the fact that I apparently analysed the first episode (laughs) on VHS tape. Did something blow up at some point? Oh, I think, I think quite a, I think the whole of Hollyoaks Village has blown up at some point. So, so for me, there was, I definitely have referenced her before because she is a character that gave me, has given me one of my greatest you know lines to use all the time which is "Suz just having a gus and you know (laughs) that that came from the character called ellie who was dating the serial killer toby and she'd call him toby do you remember so he was that was a really good storyline that was peak university year so for a really long time on the soap toby was murdering like murdering women and attacking them and but like no one in the soap knew about it and and his girlfriend, Ellie, was just like, Toby, what's wrong with you, Toby? And mm. he, then he tried to... Do you remember he tried to strangle Steph? And then she got epilepsy after being attacked. Do you remember that? Oh, that rings a bell. Yeah. There's a storyline which had a very big impact on me, especially at the time, because of what was going on in my own personal life. Gayness and queerness. At university, which was... Well, actually, no, not gayness Yeah, and exactly, exactly. It was John, Paul, and Craig. Do you remember them? That rings a bell. So they were... It was basically two, two best friends who were... <gasps> date who were like dating these two girls who they they were like a little kind of foursome of like friends and then basically john paul and craig started like a secret affair with each other yes so anyway yeah so that was a that had a very big impact on me just because it was you know, it kind of related to something that was happening me at the time. Do you, what, were, what were those two? I, I'm also going in my head to Anthony and Craig on Big Brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, please. That That's a, yes. That's a whole other terrifying <laughs> thing. Craig and Craig and Big Brother is a whole other unrequited love storyline that we'll talk about at some point when we get into our Big Brother special that oh we do. Oh my God, our Big Brother special. <laughs> yeah. So there's lots of plot lines in Holy Eggs. And, and obviously there's a lot that uh, in our era. But the thing is, is that Hollyoaks is still going on. Yeah. And there's a kind of a viral moment, which I didn't know if you'd ever seen, which is one of the... God, is, how do I explain this? There's two brothers, like in real life brothers, that are on Hollyoaks. I don't think they're on it anymore. And they are... One of them was on Love Island and the other one is a professional dancer on Strictly. Okay. They're called like AJ and... Uh, Curtis and AJ Pritchard. That rings a bell. And they basically have this one scene that they did together and they're both... Um, they're both uh, interesting in the field of acting in the sense that there's really not anything going on there. I was getting to think you'd forgot about. What did mum say? Probably stop whinging. True. How's Trish? Heartbroken. She thought she was about to get engaged. Couldn't have been further from the truth. Well, that's made my day That There'll be nothing compared to what we've got planned for her. <laughs> what? <laughs> and that just went, that went viral and everyone was just constantly going, how's Trish? <laughs> <laughs> she's heartbroken <laughs> i saw people doing like tiktoks of them like reenacting it one of the most insane things about Hollyoaks is that it spawned so many spin-offs that it's actually crazy i'm just going to read you the list of the names of the spin-offs okay okay so we've got in the category of video slash dvd specials we have Hollyoaks off on one so holly indecent behavior Ooh. which is Seems to be something to do with footballing, which is fun. And then there's then we go into the late night specials: Hollyoaks Lost Weekend, Hollyoaks Boys Do Barker, ba- bark- barker like Barcelona. Oh my god! Hollyoaks Breaking Boundaries, Hollyoaks Leap of Faith, Hollyoaks After Hours, Holyoke's in Into Deep, Hollyoaks Crossing the Line, Hollyoaks No Going Back, Hollyoaks Back from the Dead. Oh, that one's good. Hollyoaks King of Hearts. This is all, these are all one-off specials. Now we're getting into spin-off series. Right, okay. Hollyoaks moving on. Hollyoaks let loose. Hollyoaks later. Hollyoaks does come dine with me. Um, And then the most important one, which is Hollyoaks in the city. So question for you, what city are we talking about? Is it Mm -hmm. Manchester? (laughs) Hollyoaks in the city is set in Liverpool. Oh, the city. Now, (laughs) We always we always come back to a certain few people and a certain few subjects of this, <laughs> but why was Hollyoaks in the city such an important one? I ask you. Do you remember what happened in Hollyoaks in the city? If you don't, I'm going to give you a little description here. Okay, give, so, give me. Okay, I don't remember. So uh, Hollyoaks in the city is a uh, British drama series set in Liverpool. Mm-hmm. First broadcast in 2006. Uh, yeah. So basically, it is. The, <laughs> there was a series called Hollyoaks Let Loose, which was. Gemma Atkinson, do you remember her? She's yeah, she so was was a her character. Yeah, it's her character. And then um, so they were called Ben and Lisa is what they were called. So Ben and Lisa kind of left Hollyoaks and had their own series, but then they the second series was them in Liverpool, so they moved to Liverpool. So they were the only two characters which were from Hollyoaks original. Okay. <laughs> this is just it's just too good. I, I need to <laughs> This is really difficult because I almost want to read you the synopsis for the whole series because it's so good. I'm going to try and take out some little bits and pieces so it's okay, not so long. Okay. After returning home from Sri Lanka, Ben and Lisa move in with Ben's friend Tank Top when they cannot afford to purchase their own place. They quickly settle in and plan to purchase a bar in Liverpool.
1: However, so ben- <laughs> wait, so
0: wait. They can't afford to buy their own place, but they can't afford to buy a bar?
1: Sorry, carry on. Just wait, this
0: gets resolved in the next two sentences. We're not resolved. Ben is tricked into handing over the deposit to con men. After being given a a chance to retrieve his money by a local entrepreneur, Burton, Ben finds himself embroiled in a world of crime and sleaze as he tries to work off his debt. Sleaze. And then this was all... This is what's so good is... Lisa's car- Lisa started working at a modeling agency. Is this coming back to you now? So it was a Liverpool based modeling agency so it was following her modeling but it turned out that the modeling agency was a front for um, an escort agency. So she became an escort. Wow. And the modeling agency was called Gloss. What time of what time was this was not tea time what time <laughs> No, was this definitely this wasn't tea time. Uh, I don't know I actually. Uh, I'm sure it was like eleven PM or something. Yeah, it was de- it was definitely on it was definitely on late. <laughs> Lisa befriends Polly, who shares a flat with Kay, played by Kim Marsh. <laughs> I would like to say that I Never meant to make you cry. But Kay is murdered after two episodes. Got it. Just a two episode <laughs> deal for Kim Marsh. <laughs> Then most importantly, the oh my God, I just saw the word snuff pornographic film highlighted on Wikipedia further down. But the most important storyline in Holyoke's in the City is one of their friends. So it said the series also featured Oliver Lee as a gay student, Josh, who becomes infatuated with his teacher, Adam, played by, hey, my name's Philip Olivier. Oh my God. Philip Olivier, who had gay sex scenes in this show. Oh. I mean, it all comes back to Phil, doesn't it? Oh, Philip Olivier and and his bare bottom on the cover of Gay Times Naked Issue. God, he was so gorgeous, so tanned. So tanned and like, he was a real early look of how like all straight men who live in like, who go on like Love Island and like live in Liverpool and Manchester and, you know, Norwich, how they all look now. But he was like an early prototype for like a straight man who looks like a gay porn actor. Yeah, like a buff bronzed... God. Little little pocket Adonis. Yeah. Oh, and I just remember... Pocket Adonis. Hey, pocket Adonis. And I remember... Because you know, you know when you were like... When we were kind of at, at a certain age where gay content wasn't kind of... Not like now where you can just watch anything. And I'm not just talking about porn. I'm talking about like gay storylines or anything. So you know you would watch certain so, things for so long just for like a scrap of gay action <laughs> and I remember watching Holic of the City and I was like oh yeah you know you get like a bare bum here and there just like male bum like in a scene mm-hmm. and then obviously there was this kind of like oh the student's in love with this teacher but he hadn't like come out so it's like oh is he gay like are we gonna get anything and then I remember this one specific scene yes, where it's Philip Olivier working out at the gym and <gasps> this like really hunky guy starts talking to him and he's just like oh and he's like oh what are you doing blah blah, blah and they like talking and then Philip Olivier, Olivier's character is literally like do you want to? Because he's like really nervous. He's like, do, do you want to come back to mine? This guy's like, Yeah. And then the next scene was literally them like kissing and having a gay sex scene in his apartment. Fun. Oh my God, Philip Olivier. Really importantly, there was a wild spin off show on T4 for a short uh, period of time, which was called the Holyoaks Music Show. Now, we really need to talk about this. <laughs> I'm going to read you this description because it just couldn't be more perfect for us. Okay. The Hollyoaks music show began with celebrity artists performing on the set of Hollyoaks. Some of the acts that performed in the series included Ed Sheeran Boo, Paloma Faith, Jason Derulo, big booking for them, The Saturdays, Olly Murs and more. The series was sponsored by Matalan. <laughs> <laughs> so it is literally called like Matalan Presents, like the Hollyoaks music show. And it was, it was hosted by Max and JB. Future Fraser. Yes, I know. Max and Ob. Calm yourselves. As like a hosting duo. I knew it. And it's it's the most British thing you've ever seen. I just want you to just hear this, <laughs> hear this interaction between them and Ed Sheeran. Okay. I do love a good music video, but what I love more is chatting to talented singer-songwriters. Oh, hello Ed Sheeran, how are you? Alright, how are you? I just wanted you to hear that beginning because it was so like, Are oh. you? All right, Ed, how you doing? I'm alright, how are you? <laughs> a, uh, I'm alright, thank you. Okay, so we just watched a couple of clips of the Holy X Music Show, which the Saturday's performing and Pixie Lott. Highlights include <laughs> cutaways to the crowd where one girl didn't know the words and was just kind of staring off only to the distance, and one where two people are just having a chat. Yeah, just having a chat. Someone, you see, like, poking someone on the shoulder, they're like, oh, hi, yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. It's on a, a scaffolding stage outside. It, it looks chilly. <laughs> it did look chilly outside the kind of set. And in the background, I did notice a Visa, which at the time was... The salon ran by Louise. Do you remember Louise? She always had a American <laughs> word pompadour, UK quiff. Do you remember her? Oh, she ran yes. The, and she was in, uh, weirdly enough, I have I saw her at a training mate workout here. Oh. Because she was a, she's what, like an actress out here now. What was her hair like in the training mate? Did she uh, have she a, did not have it up. Okay, it was down, train. actually. Oh, so I, I barely recognized her. Interesting choice for a workout. Yeah. But I'd always remember that she ran the salon. It was called Avisa, which had something to do with her living in Ibiza oh my god <laughs> real quick i just want to read you this great thing which is the list of brands which have sponsored Hollyoaks over Lovely. the years so first brand was Cafe, which i thought was kind of a strange choice <laughs> then a strong one from 2005 to 2009 was wrigley's extra gum Good. perfect perfect for the target audience you yeah. always want to have your gum yeah have going it. out snogging yeah Uh, A a strange time when Nikon Coolpix uh, sponsored it, which I think was some kind of instant camera. Then 2010, phones for you. That makes sense. Everyone wants to get their new Nokia phone. Mm -hmm. Unilever was a strange choice, so cleaning products. Then VO5, Domino's Pizza, dry shampoo, and then I don't recognize uh, the the thing but i do think in 2020 that holly was sponsored by baptiste dry shampoo could not be more perfect ideal <laughs> so i was trying to think about the u.s equivalent and i do have an answer it's technically not american but it is oh i think i know what it is canadian degrassi it is degrassi That's exactly what i was thinking now the, the main reason is because it was teen-based and obviously i know degrassi is about a school but the main thing is that degrassi has had six different like, things in their franchise. They've had, like, Degrassi Junior High, Degrassi High, Degrassi The Next Generation, Degrassi Next Class. And then there was also this talk of them trying to revive it for HBO Max, like, next year as well. So I think that that might be the U.S. equivalent, even though it's Canadian. Should we go for it? Let's do it. Okay, so the U.S. Canadian equivalent of Hollyoaks is Degrassi. You're You're welcome. welcome. Should we eat dinner? Yeah. Yeah. Liberty exit, non-stop vibe. And we're back. And just in time for Ben's American topic, we just had dinner. We just had perfect have dinner. for what we're going to talk about. What are we going to talk about? We are going to be talking about legendary Hollywood steakhouse, Musso and Frank. Hollywood, you say? Yeah. That's My your, playground? That's your playground. <laughs> where the stars come out to play, as well as me. <laughs> I've heard of it. So, Musso and Frank... It is a very old steakhouse. So we went the other week with um, angel investor, Teddy. Yes. Who we, we took him for an official podcast meal as a thank you for doing our graphics for our Saturday's 24 seven spinoff <laughs> series. <laughs> please watch it. Mm, please, genuinely. Well, well, listen to it. And watch it. And watch it. Watch our stories. <laughs> okay. So the Musso and Frank grill has been there. It, do you know what? It opened before the iconic Hollywood sign was built. Wow. That's how long it's been there. It's on Hollywood Boulevard. It's been passed down through (laughs) the Musso and Frank families for (laughs) generations. Charlie Chaplin dined there. Wow. Can you believe that? I can. (laughs) (laughs) Our menu is so esteemed, so classic. It's gone virtually unchanged for nearly 100 years. Step into our door and into another time. (laughs) Again, Accurate. Yes. Now the menu does contain what I believe is a lie. Remember, I told us over dinner. Remember, yeah. I was looking before we went online, and they tried to claim that they that Musso and Franks is the birthplace of fettuccine Pop. Alfredo. Yeah. And they were trying to. The, the lie is that they said that two silent film uh, film actors, like an actor and an actress, a couple who were in Italy, bought back a secret a fettuccine Alfredo recipe to Musso and Frank's and they like bought the recipe to them and they it became like the first ever fettuccine Alfredo in America now I think that's a lie because I don't think Italian people eat fettuccine Alfredo I think it's like an American Italian dish so I mean I'm calling you out in the streets Musso and Frank wow we haven't even got into and that it. street is Hollywood Boulevard Hollywood Boulevard <laughs> so we trotted down to Hollywood Boulevard Oof. I got there early before you got there with Teddy we walk in I had to make this reservation like Two and a half, three weeks in advance because it is so <laughs> booked. In fact, it was a Tuesday. No, it was a Wednesday <laughs> night we yeah. went. Real midweek dinner. We get, go inside, mobbed. So busy. Oh, I thought you meant you were mobbed. I was mobbed. <laughs> By fans. I was robbed. I was <laughs> mugged. No, went in and it was just so busy. But the maitre d' and the server, they they greeted us as if we were the first customers to walk through the door since the pandemic, (laughs) they were so smiley and kind of amazed that we were there. I'm like, your restaurant's so busy and we don't know you. That's a lovely greeting. Yeah. Great. Um, So I was off to a good start because I was worried with those legendary old places, you know, they don't, they don't care. Dusty and musty old service. Yeah, but they cared. Yeah. So we went and sat at the bar. We had some dirty martinis. Now, this is the thing I've noticed in steakhouses in the States or just over here. Sometimes when you order a martini, they make it for you, but then they give you, they pour it into the cocktail glass, but then they give you the rest in the shaker. Yeah. Like for you you to like... Just eke out a little bit more. Yeah, like play play barman yourself if you want. You would want. never get that back in the UK, would you? It'd be like standard measure... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> standard measure drink made to the exact thing that fits in the glass. Or if you did get it, it would be like the thing of the place. Right. <laughs> that you'd pay £25 for. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait to do that next week. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Also, shout out to our, our meal at the new Soho house that we had the other night. Oh yeah. Like $25 cocktails. Listeners, we didn't pay because the meal was so bad, they <laughs> had to comp the whole meal for us. Anyway, we're not talking about that yeah. right now. Oh God, I need to tell you what, I, what happened in the valet afterwards. Oh, I never told you that. I'll tell you that afterwards. Okay. So the building itself, there's all sorts of like old, what looked like tapestries <laughs> yeah. up in the walls. Yeah. Very high ceilings, mood lighting, heavy, heavy woods. It was more. It was way more wooden and medieval-looking than I was expecting it to be. I was expecting, for when you think of a, a like a twenties Italian steakhouse, I was expecting yes, some like wooden accents, but I was also expecting lots of like gre- for some reason green leather booths is what I had in my oh, head. Okay, like lots of green leather, old green leather booths around the edge of the room with tables in the middle. But what there really is is like. Just kind of booths, wooden structured booths everywhere. So you're almost in a private booth wherever you sit in there, which is kind of crazy. Very intimate. I had the cocktails at the bar with Teddy, the bar staff. Okay. They are dressed. It's as if you're on, I don't know, a phantom ghost train. Right. That's really fancy. Like the Um, Orient Express. Sure. They're dressed in like red, super dressed up. Were they wearing gloves? Maybe I've made that up. (laughs) They were all, I would say, mature. Uh-huh. real career bar staff <laughs> did great martinis got to say they were very kind of good. the vibes of that bar in palm springs that we went to on new year's new year's eve oh yeah 2018 remember oh um it was like we were on a board a ghost ship oh and everyone god. that worked there was also of age oh my god what's that place called uh, the ingleside at melvin's melvin's yeah <laughs> melvin's at the ingleside inn so anyway we then go around to the table you arrive and you're right nice. everything was sort of sectioned off as if we we're in our own little I mean, it's because we, we we were going to talk Hollywood business. Yeah, well, that's what it's there for. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we sat down. I mean, we're talking tablecloths. We're talking wood. We're talking, you know, and we'd all dressed up a bit. Yeah. You'd worn your shirt from Amazon. Yep. <laughs> I wore my... <laughs> no. No, you hadn't. How dare you? I wore my shirt from Amazon last night. Thank okay, you. Okay, sorry. And it's a Levi shirt. It's not Jeff Bezos. It's... It's... And I commented, it's a nice <laughs> shirt. Thank you. So we all like dressed up a little yeah. bit. Because I feel in those situations, I want to respect... The the history of yeah, it all of and course. the fact that the the staff are so dressed up. Meanwhile, you've got some schmucks wearing like flip-flops. Yeah, you don't want to be wearing a, a thonged flip-flop in shorts when someone's giving you almost like white glove service. Exactly. Seems, and someone, if, if your server is wearing a bow tie, you shouldn't be wearing flip-flops. Yeah, just step That's it up. That's the rule. <laughs> step it up. Okay, we ordered food. Now, what did you order? Some kind of very light pasta with tomato sauce (laughs) basically like a dolmio (laughs) just a regular kind of evening meal of a a dolmio sauce with the pasta but it was really nice and you had a lot on the side what did you have i I made a wild order of garlic I think it was they called it like garlic toast but it was garlic bread and it was they essentially served like a whole loaf of bread yeah remember there was like a thousand pieces of it I sent the picture of us at the table with all the food on it to my friend Ali in Montreal and she was trying to guess the foods and she thought that was just a giant plate of swordfish (laughs) I was like it was garlic bread garlic bread (laughs) So you ordered that. So Teddy and I shared oysters. Yes, um, ludicrous. Which is always a weird choice in LA. Like oysters in LA just doesn't work or make sense. But you it's know, by the sea, Charlie Chaplin, the sea. Don't you love it when British people visit and they're like, "Oh yeah, we went and I took a dip in the sea." <laughs> it's the ocean. The ocean. Yeah, of course, it's the ocean. Um, so we had that. We I had a classic prawn cocktail. You know, oversized shrimps. Why are you laughing at me? I'm just laughing at you. Just your dinner tonight with your squid egg pasta. And now you're talking about your oysters. <laughs> your prawn cocktail. It was a fond like, oh, Ben. It was one of those. Look, a prawn cocktail is not fancy. I know. I didn't. I wasn't accusing you of anything. I just said, oh, Ben. Yeah, I love my food. <laughs> um, and then for mains, um, Teddy and I, we did the, the Wagyu. The eight ounce Wagyu. There's no other way to say that word. Even no. I say it in that accent. Do you? <laughs> yeah. If I see the word Wagyu, I, I say Wagyu. Wagyu. <laughs> with some some lovely little sides as well. It was good. Although mine was a bit too well done. So we, did, we had that. Oh, yeah, there was a no In the corner of the dining room, there was a, a telephone box, wasn't there? Yes. And who? Teddy did? said, apparently. Johnny that Depp. Johnny Depp used to go do his like calls there, his business calls. <laughs> That doesn't surprise me. I mean, sure. It probably still does. Yeah. And then dessert-wise, I had a glass of red. Mm. That was good. What, did you have a little drink? I had one little glass of red. Yeah, you eat a little tickle of red. Yeah. I wasn't feeling so great that night. Yeah, a little tickle of red. (laughs) And then for dessert, I had an ice cream. I can't remember what it was, though. Teddy had a chocolate ice cream that tasted like whey protein. Yes, he did. Which, you know, I I do obviously do like, but not in that scenario. No. You're like a fake chocolate. Yeah. That was strange. We should talk a little bit about the location of Musso and Frank. Yeah. Because it's really strange. And it's not their fault because they were there first. They were there first. <laughs> but <laughs> it's probably a field. Yeah. The location on Hollywood Boulevard, it is in smack bang in kind of the epicenter of hell in Hollywood, which is Hollywood. And what, what are the, is it like Hollywood and Vine, that kind of area? It's yeah. like, it's like the Leicester Square the times square of of la and it's just kind of it's very strange because you're, you're on the street and because they don't have even from the outside you know again i expect old restaurant i expect in the uk don't you feel like all restaurants have in london especially or anywhere in, in the uk all restaurants have big glass fronted windows at the front of the restaurant right yes. it's very rare that you like can't see into a restaurant but lucifer frank you can't even see into it there's no windows at the front hmm yeah Yeah, no wonder it's so dark yeah there's no windows the windows are all up on like the roof well i just read this on their wikipedia when Musso and frank opened in 1919 the political and financial life of los angeles was centered in downtown right which was a difficult journey at that time this made it possible for the restaurant in hollywood to attract the more bohemian and intellectual clientele who were starting to spend time in hollywood wow 1919 you know that was right before The Great Depression, the Roaring Twenties. Oh, (laughs) so it is in fact the oldest restaurant in Hollywood, and has been called the genesis of Hollywood. Right, it's pretty good. But it's, I just feel bad for them because when you when you kind of when you exit, you've had this like lovely, you've been transported back in time, and then you walk out, and it's like the opposite is like some kind of there's some flashing neon sign for like. I don't know porn and I don't know. There's just like a lot yeah. going on around there. There's and like, a, kinda like a kind of like a wabble cabo beside it or something. A like what? a Wabo cabo, cabo cabo wabo Like a Mexican cantina that's yeah. like really awful. I felt like we walked out and they were playing. it Definitely sounded like they were playing a song by Pitbull, didn't it? And I was yes. like, I don't need this, even though I do love Pitbull. Do, do look on in our Instagram because we I do have a great video of like walking to the restaurant, and walking out, and just you, you both being in the streets of hollywood <laughs> she's my playground Dude, it's your playground <laughs> um, i mean apparently on the wikipedia we're talking like everyone went there humphrey bogart greta garbo all those old dead people marlon brando marilyn monroe the whole gang <laughs> all those old dead people yeah what a great description <laughs> johnny depp Okay, jo- here's some alive people johnny depp george clooney brad pitt keith richards alive just <laughs> and harrison ford I just don't feel like, I don't believe for a second that any of those people go there anymore. Do you think, no, look at those booths though. Yeah, that's true. Actually, you're right. You could actually, we could have been sitting next to, you know, Greta Garbo. We just wouldn't have known it. Yeah. Greta! (laughs) Greta! She wouldn't have heard that because of the wood around us, you know. Um, I will say that as nice as the inside was, whenever something is a little old in, in, america or in los angeles i do feel like sometimes it looks fake and like it's like you're at disneyland or perhaps what i'm saying is disneyland is is so good now at making things look old that things that are actually old look like they're in disneyland i'm not quite sure what point i'm making but do you see what i mean i think i think your point is when you're near old stuff in la which is so rare old in this kind yeah um when you're beside actual old stuff it's it doesn't feel real Right. I, f- I see a picture here of Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher walking out of uh, <laughs> out of Musso and Frank's. Wow. When was that? Um, let's have a look. It's just Jared.com <laughs> 2012. Oh. Maybe they were in between watching the London Olympics. Yeah. And they had to go. Maybe they put it on the screens there. <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty much it for Musso and Frank. I mean, we have before been to... What's the Steakhouse in Eagle Rock that I really like? Oh. I can only think of Melvin's. It's... It's... A- it's- one person's name. Tony, Malvin. Simon, Alvin, Theodore. I, uh, yeah, I can... Columbo's! Columbo's. I knew it was yeah. a man's name. Well, so, Columbo's the detective. Columbo's <laughs> is, is more casual, I would say. Yeah. Is, that's kind of like your neighborhood steakhouse that maybe in the 60s, if you were going for your like, your birthday meal, that's where you would have gone. Right. Columbo's is where, last time we were there, when I heard those old people at the table next to us talking about how they voted for Trump. <laughs> uh the first time i went to columbus the server came over and went hi uh thanks for coming and just so you know i've had dental surgery today and i'm in a lot of pain (laughs) (laughs) love that fair enough yeah those kind of interactions that people are really missing out on in the uk well speaking of the (laughs) uk do we have steakhouses in the uk because over here in north america in general i would say it's such a thing to go to a steakhouse it's dark there's wood panels in the wall. You'll have a steak and a baked potato and a, a, a martini and a glass of red wine. It's right. like a real thing. Yeah. I, I, I guess maybe we're skipping ahead, but I feel like there's really, I've only ever really seen like Garf uncles in, <laughs> in London who kind of, that has like a similar kind of vibe, right? I guess we have a carvery. Like right. A, what's a Toby, a Toby jug? No, a Toby. Is, a Toby jug is a jug. Is a Toby jug. carvery is. Toby carvery. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. I love a Toby carvery. Yeah. Really, if you've ever been hungover in the UK, going to a Toby Carvery is a real treat. I mean, I gotta say, load up that mashed potato and gravy. Mm. Mm. if you're hungover on a Sunday in the UK and it's a bit cold, yeah, going for and but you're not you're not super hungover, no, but just hungover (laughs) enough, going for a roast, yeah, pretty great. I guess that that maybe that's more the equivalent because it's still meat and. (laughs) yeah i don't know well i was thinking in terms of the uk equivalent of Musso and frank so Musso and frank the beating heart of hollywood legendary people gone i wondered is it something like the original ivy in london do you know what the exact that's the exact thing i was thinking the one in the one off of uh shaft yeah i think so because it's kind of got the it's like a name recognition thing, but it's not necessarily something that anyone would ever go to. Yeah, <laughs> Especially if you live there, right? Like if you're a tourist, you go to the Ivy, like if you're, yeah. Or if you, if you don't live in London, you go to the Ivy when you go to London. But like, I'd have, well, I bet you went to the Ivy, right? I had like a work, like a work lunch or right. dinner taken there. It was that kind of thing. Do you know they've opened up Ivies all around the UK? Yeah. It's kind of crazy. I bet there's one in like Guildford now there's one in Glasgow a lot of talk about Guildford this weekend (laughs) have I talked about Guildford a lot no we talked about it with JR remember did we yeah anyway so (laughs) I think oh the wheels are really coming off so I think the UK equivalent of Musso and Frank's legendary steakhouse grill in Hollywood is the Ivy in London you're welcome welcome (laughs) Uh, oh, we're back. We just had a conversation where, where we were like, what should we do for the end of the episode? And you went, let's just end it. My words were, let's just end it. So there we are. Thank you for listening. Please, about pause the podcast go rate and review us yes. write that review in Apple podcast it really helps us out so we'd yes. love it if you could do that get in touch on Instagram Twitter the, just email email what's the email address again you're welcome America, Podcast at gmail.com there it is uh, you know we constantly ask to not be receiving feedback personally from our friends but I mean I guess still do that because it's still good yeah but although <laughs> if you can go through the official channels because otherwise we, I just I lose it yeah you know is it a whatsapp is it, uh, is it sent to an old hotmail account I'm confused so the, the next time we'll do this podcast you'll have been on your trip oh my god i'll be back from the uk oh my god you're gonna have so much to talk about <laughs> i'm gonna keep i'm gonna keep everyone updated on the instagram maybe Ooh. with a few little few little bits and pieces of me bopping around Not it's gonna really be the first time me using instagram like for real so watch out everyone oh <laughs> well thank you all for listening and as ever you're welcome bye liberty exit nonstop stop vibe you are right up May Street. Oh, you can't make me choose. I go by Toyota, sponsors T4. Fuck me, Lee Ryan's 13! I remember we couldn't remember the word for table.